Welcome to Pierre's Podcast. This is episode for January 2016, and today's message is entitled, Why Must We Give? Don't go away. We'll be right back. For today is 2 Corinthians 6 through 8. Remember this a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give, and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. And God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. You know, most of us know that giving is a part of worship. And it is a mandate to perform and that by doing so we express our love to God. We make it clear how much we love him by what we are willing to give him. You may say, well, minister, I don't have much to give, but I really love God. And I believe you because he is not just about giving your money. It's also about giving all of you to him. See, Jesus doesn't want just your money or what we would call our tithe, but he wants your talent and your time too. Jesus tells us to pick up our cross and follow him. In other words, give up yourself. You know, you need to give yourself up and we need to learn to trust him. Don't lean on your own understanding because you will lose every time. So I want to look at giving from an economic position today and talk about why it's so important to follow through on this. I want us to examine the details of the process and also look at how God created all to give. Some choose only to take, but that was never the plan. And this is actually very sad, but very true. This was never intended by God to be. We are designed to give and receive. It's a natural process. Take, for example, your body. Your body, which was designed by God to give and receive the blood flow or what we call circulatory motion. This continues throughout the entire body where your blood begins to pump from your heart and circles back around, right? So it's a continual process of giving and receiving. So for example, you exercise by running on the treadmill, which gets the blood in your body flowing and pumping through the arteries in a circular motion. This pumps through the heart and then back into the body, throughout the brain, and back and forth. This process is a continual circular motion, motion, excuse me. And when this process is disrupted, it can cause major medical problems or even death. Now, this is a lot like us in our giving and caring for humanity. If we choose not to care, then we disrupt what is natural. 
This, of course, causes problems in our society, which then leads to moral and civil breakdown. That, of course, leads to a social death or social decay, we call it. So I want today to talk about our giving, why it is so important, why we must learn to give back. Because if we don't, then we'll run into a death. But first up, my man, COG, with a word for the day. So don't go away. We'll be right back. What's up? It's your boy Godchild the Movement with today's word. Expect great things to happen when you have faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. Expect the impossible to become possible for there is no other God like our God. Expect to be victorious in your battles and expect your enemies to be defeated. Expect your healing and deliverance and rejoice in the fact that God is able. However, expecting God to move on your behalf without putting your faith in action is a waste of time. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. You must move in faith, not just move your mouth. Don't just hear the word, apply it to your life and act on it. Remove doubt and fear, defeat and failure from every area of your life. Today, begin to see yourself how God sees you and walk in His power and his mic. This has been today's word with your boy Godchild the Movement. So we so so we spent money, we got money, right? We we so but we let's be honest, we really enjoy getting the gifts, didn't we? More than we like giving them. See, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be real with you, man. You know, I gave away a lot of money this year, man. I got, you know, Pastor more blessed me with a little bonus. We didn't have a Christmas party at the office this year, so they gave me a bonus instead, which I was like, bet, I got a bonus. I ain't got to worry about, you know, eating no food. Give me the bonus. Spent that thing, man, the first 48 hours. It was gone, man, like that. Man, I was like, oh, no, it's gone. Okay, now what am I going to do, right? So, so it's the whole situation of where, you know, we, we, we do those things. And then my wife, you know, my family was in town, and, and my wife, she, she, um, my mom had gave me a gift card, had gave her a gift card to a, to a clothing store in the mall. And the plan was to go to this store in Ohio because this, this is the closest location that we can go to, to to shop. And my wife lost her card. She lost her card. So now me being the husband that I am, yes, pat on the back. Yes, yes, I am a good one. You know, I pretty much was like, oh, God, man, I don't want her to not have no money to go shopping with, man, when my sister is going, my mom is going. This is like a big deal for the women because, you know, they have like these purses on sale, Michael Kors, go Coach, and y'all, y'all girls know how it is. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Have these crazy sales where it's like $300 purses be on sale for like $50, $60. And I was like, man, she looked forward to this every single year. Every year she looked forward to this. And it's like a big deal for them. They get up like early and they go. And, man, she lost her card. And I don't know if I want to give her mine. God, I was like, I'm, I'm looking at her like this, trying to keep a straight face. I can't, y'all gonna make me laugh. Stop. I'm gonna show you. Look, I got, hold on a second. I was like, y'all don't make me laugh. 
I'm like, man, you lost your card? And she's like, I can't find it, hun. I don't know what I did with it. Then, because my mom had gave her a gift too, her card wasn't as much as my card. My mom didn't give me a present. She just gave me the full amount on the card. Because, you know, I'm real hard to shop for. So I'm like, <laughs> but I'm praying, like, okay, God, now do I give her my card? Do I share? Do I be the good husband? Pat me on the back. Do I be the good husband or do I be selfish and be like, I'm keeping my card? Because, you know, you should have you kept up with your card. That ain't my fault you lost your card. I'm like, shoot, you know what I'm saying? Skip that, man. You know, that's not my fault that you lost your car. I'm keeping my car. And I'm like, mm. And then I just felt like, you know what? Yeah, I did, man. I felt some type of way, man. And I was like, you know what? Do I really need any more clothes? Somebody said yes. <laughs> had to be a woman. I couldn't tell, but it had to be a woman. I could tell by the voice, yes. <laughs> Very faint. Yes. And I was like, do I, really need, do, I, do I really need some more clothes? And I was like, okay, all my drawers are filled up with clothes. I got so many clothes in my closet, man. Real talk, I got to give some stuff away, man, like soon, because I ain't got no more room. And I was like, Lord, you know what? I'm going to give her my card. And I just felt like that was the right thing to do. I felt like I got so much already that I just need to go ahead and give it away. You know what I'm saying, man? I just feel like I just need to just give it away. So I was like, you know what? Here you go. No, I'm not taking your card. I'm not taking your card. I said, Nikki, take the card. No, 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 no. Now, you know, she want to act all like she don't want it now, you know. No, 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 no. I don't want to do it. No, I don't want your card. Well, you know, she, yeah, she had to play her role. I get it. She had to play the little fight. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not, you know. And I was like, Nikki take the card. I'm like, I'm, I'm telling you as your husband, I'm not even asking you. I'm telling you as your, as your husband to take the card. No, I'm not. Nikki, don't argue. Take the card. Okay. All right. I'm going to take the card. Now I know what she got in the card. She's like, girl, I got the card. I know she did. I know she did. Right. I know she did. Like I just, I'm already hip to that. So, you know, I, but, but the point is, is that, you know, I had to think about it because I was like, man, do I need another thing? Like, do I really need another thing? I was like, no, I don't. God gave, and so we imitate God, right? We imitate God. We imitate Him. That's our whole objective as believers, as followers of Christ. That's our entire objective is to basically be like Him. And in order to be like him, we have to function and operate like him. And so he gave, right? He gave. And that is the truth. We do have to be like God. We have to function and operate God as, uh, excuse me, we have to function and operate like God as believers. Look at what Leviticus 23:22 says. It says, when you harvest the crops of your land, do not harvest the grain along the edges of your fields and do not pick up what the harvesters drop. Leave it for the poor and the foreigners living among you. I am the Lord your God. And this was a command by God to the children of Israel to encourage them to help those around them. See, even God wants us to give. He wants us to help. He wants us to make a difference in people's life. I know at, at our church, at Christian Tabernacle Church, we 
do a monthly families fair program where we give a ton of food away. I think we last year uh, fed over a hundred thousand uh, families, and that's what it's about. That's what's about. That's what's about, brothers and sisters. That's what it's about, saints of God. It's about making a difference in people's lives. Maybe you don't believe in giving economically to the church. Man, let me let me challenge you on that. Let me challenge you to take a step out in faith. Find a good local church that you can plug into and help make a difference. You would be surprised of the blessings that will flow back to you when you open up your pocketbooks, when you open up your arms to be a blessing to someone else's life besides yourself. It's a command. It's what God calls us to do. And we need to be obedient if we are truly followers of Christ. Well, listen, we're going to play this song. I want you guys to check this song out. I think it's going to uh, speak to your heart and uh, hopefully it'll make a difference in uh, how you feel about giving. All right, be right back. Don't go away. Concerned the most. He say he reading daily, but he ain't really learning. He been in church, but say that he ain't moved by any sermon. His face weak, he ain't prayed in a week. He wake up and just weep with his face in a sink. Lord, you gotta help my man. I'm praying for him daily. He ain't seeing, but it just seems as if he going crazy. He say he feeling trapped, he can't even hit up the mall. Cause every lady's half dressed, tempting him to lust and fall. He keep the TV off, videos just make him feel that he ain't really nothing without money, girls, and shiny wheels. The other day he told me that he felt less a man cause he ain't have a five year plan or a piece of land. And man, it's crazy cause his family thinks so much of him. Plus, he got a godly wife who always show a love for him. But he's struggling, even though he talk to me, I tell him what to do. But he don't listen when he ought to be I'm scared for him cause there's people that look up to him He got some younger siblings who've been changed by what he's done for them But is it done for him? Lord don't let it be If he don't want to talk to you then father hear from me Is it done for him? Yeah. 
his condition is worsen since we was last conversing. I'm with him now, he ain't doing well, or this I'm certain. He say he trying to trust you, doesn't want to disgust you. But he was in the midst of sinners and did not discuss you. And just today, his anxiety's got the best of him. He knows Christ, but for hours refused to rest in him. He's not the best of men, but Lord, I know he really loves you. And I can't understand why lately he's not thinking of you. People trust this dude, you can crush this dude. Father, he needs more of you, I pray you touch this dude. What can I say to him? I'm determined to pray for him. Father, empty and break him, I pray you'll just have your way with him. Cause there's a change in him, and the effects are strong. I pray you'll open up his heart before the next song. And when he gets home, I pray you'll open up the 66 book love letter you wrote and soak it up. Cause he ain't hearing you, and he ain't feeling me. And God, I know it's killing you, because it's killing me. And matter of fact, there's something else he's concealing. See, the person that I've been praying about is really me. Sometimes people feel like what I do will not make a difference. My $1 will not make a difference in regeneration. My 50 cents will not make a difference in regeneration. My $100 that I give sacrificially will not make a difference in regeneration. But that's where we're wrong at. That's where we're wrong at. You all make a difference. Everybody makes a difference. Everything we do makes a difference. No matter how much you have, no matter how little you have, we are all required to give something. We're all required to take from what we have from our little bounty and to give something to God. We're all required to give to others, to mankind. We're required to help people, right? We're required to do that. So the commentary says giving, a power of, giving is a part of worship and it is a mandate to perform in that by doing so, we express our love to God. We make it clear how much we love him by what we are willing to give to him. Let me read that part again. We make it clear how much we love him by what we are willing to give him. Well, minister, I don't have much to give, but I really love God. I believe you because, see, it's not just about giving your money. It's about giving all of you to him. He wants your time, he wants your talent, he wants your tithe. So your time, talent, tithe. He, those are the three T's. He wants that from you. He wants that from you. All right, so the plan, so the will and plan of God was for all to be taken care of. We have a moral responsibility to reach out and make a difference in someone's life. Give them a sense of hope. Let them know through some kind action that Jesus really does love and care about them. That's what this is all about. The world needs to see us in action. The world needs to see the body of Christ in action. They need to see that we truly love them the way Christ loves them and the way Christ loved us. So what can we as the body of Christ do to make the difference in our giving? Well, let's, let's look at some action points that we can take to help us, and hopefully this will lead you into an actions that will cause you to do it this year round, not this year, but year round, because remember, we are designed to give and receive, but we like to receive, which we got that part down, we just got to get the giving part down, okay? We got to get that part down. But she, as poor as she is, has given everything she has. She has given everything she has, Right? Right? She gave everything she had. She gave it all. She gave it all. 
she literally walked up to the offering when, when, the, when the very people who were fluent and had, had all, they walked in, they gave a little portion. <laughs> yes, I'm preaching today, my little bit, and show off in front of the whole world. She humbly had to think about this for a second. Now, I want you to put yourself in her position for a second. Imagine you don't have jack squat, and then you come to church to be motivated, encouraged, and inspired, and then the preacher, whoever it is, says, it's time to give. We need you to give so we can help make a difference in the world. Most of us going to be like, that ain't got a pot to pee in. I, got, I can't give nothing. I ain't got nothing to give. I can't give nothing. Shoot, I'm doing bad myself. They should be trying to give me something, right? That's how most of us, let's just be honest. That's how most of us are. We know, come on, y'all know I'm telling the truth. We just seen it. Give, people. Learn to give. This lady, this lady followed pursuit behind some individuals who had already given a bunch. She could have took the excuse of, well, shoot, they just gave a bunch. I ain't got to give nothing. I can get my two cents in. I'm just going to give one cent. I'm going to give one coin. And she's like, no, you know what? I know God is telling me to give all. I'm going to give all. So she gives all. She gives all that she has. Make a note. Giving is an honor. Giving is an honor. It is a way of telling God how much we love him and why we are so thankful for what he has allowed us to be a part of. It's not about how much you have. It's about the heart. Guys, giving is about the heart. Giving is about a heart. It's about your heart. Where's your heart at? It's a heart issue. Where's your heart at, man? Are you giving, man, grudgingly? Are you giving, man, like, I, don't, I ain't giving nothing, man. I ain't got nothing to give. And then, you know, you feel convicted because you see, you know, you know, you done heard a good word and you know that God's convicting you. You know, God's challenging you to give. But you be like, I ain't, man, skip this. I ain't giving nothing, man. And then you say, okay, I'm just going to give. But now you have an attitude about it? Because God wants you to give cheerfully. It says, don't be pressured, but give what you know you should give. Give what you know you should give. Nobody should be telling you, oh, you need to give uh, this right here, and that's what you need to give. How, how am I going to tell you what you need to give if I don't know what you got? I can't, can I? So you already know what you need to give, so do the right thing and just give. Have some integrity and give, right? So it's a heart issue. We need to change our hearts. So giving is an honor. Point number two, God wants you to lean on him to learn how to trust him with your all. With your all, your whole being, every part of who you are. And money somehow always seems to be our weakness. Seems to be our weakness, doesn't it? If you got a million dollars right now, could you give half of it away? Would I feel the need to go out and spin, 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 spin on me? Or could I honestly say I might feel the need to do that, but I would feel challenged enough to give half? This lady gave all. She gave all she had. That's huge. That's huge, especially to see rich people before you putting in from their surplus. She gave all she had. She gave everything up to God. See, the principles work the same. You can't give without getting. It's the reciprocal process. That's how it works. It's the reciprocal process, the circular motion, right? If you give, you're going to get. Mike, Mark Zuckerberg gave away $16 billion. Let me tell you something. Don't be surprised if you hear that he done made uh, $40, 50000000000 in the next few years. 
everything has to go in a circle of motion. If you give away something, it's going to come back to you double-fold. It's the process of it. Okay, so here's the point. Write this down. The problem is not the money. That's not the problem, guys. The problem is not the money. What is the problem? The love of money is the problem. See, money's not the problem. It's the love of money. It's, can, I, can I part with this? Can I part with this? What does this say right here for me, sweetie? Tell me what this says on here. Does it say it on this one? It usually says it on all of them. What does it say right there? In God we trust. In God we trust. But what God do we trust? What God do we trust? Because it's interesting how this is on some money. I've always thought that was very interesting to me how they put that on some money. In God we trust. Well, what God are we talking about? Because there's a lot of gods. Do we trust this God or do we trust that God? You trust which God? Which one did you just point to? Did you just point to the money? Man, I have, I have regeneration, man. String you up, man, and set you on fire, dude. Your, your mama walk out of the parking lot. I have a stake out there, dude. I had him stand around you, man, chanting. All right, so, so the whole point is, is, that, is, is that we have to learn, we have to learn that money is not the problem, right? It's the love of money. It's a heart issue. The wealthy tend to love their money more than God, right? This young ruler, he loved the money more than he loved God, and he created, and God, the creator of everything, created money. He created wealth to be used for helping others and not just yourself. This young man couldn't die to self. He couldn't die to self. He couldn't die to, all he could see was, okay, I've, I've succeeded in, 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 in economically. I've succeeded by following all the laws. He put this whole regiment in place of all these things he succeeded in, but the one thing he needed to examine that he hadn't succeeded in was his heart, the heart issue. And that's what God knew. The widow who didn't have no other source of income, she didn't have a husband, she didn't have some kids, she was a widow, took her two coins that she had, all that she has, and she had, you know what? God going to take care of me. Bloop. She gave it up that easy. She gave it up that easy. She, she gave it up that easy. Why? Because she didn't have a heart issue. She trusted God. She trusted God. Think about this for a second. Ask yourself this question. Do you have a heart issue? It's an honest question. Ask yourself. And it is an honest question, and we have to ask ourselves that because so many of us do have heart issues, right? Yeah, I want to close with these last couple of points. We must practice on giving so that we can become a blessing to others. Because what this does is this actually produces a heart of generosity. It teaches us how to become more generous. And uh, this produces, of course, a cheerful giver and a healthier giver. And one who is generous, they emulate God. And I think that's really important. I think that's super critical uh, to learn how to emulate God. The other thing is, is that you reap what you sow. So if you sow a bountiful harvest, then you're going to reap a bountiful harvest. See, God loves a cheerful giver, and that's not just you giving your tithes and offerings. That's you giving, period, guys. So I want to close with those two things. I'm going to close with this last, uh, last verse here. Uh, Psalms 41.1 says, Oh, the joys of those who are kind to the poor. The Lord rescues them when they are in trouble. Well, that's all I have for today, guys. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys uh, joining in and listening to today's message. And I hope this has been a blessing to you. And man, let's learn how to become more cheerful in our giving. Hey, real quick, speaking of giving, as we move into uh, 2016, 
I would ask you guys to prayerfully consider helping us out, helping us reach more people. This year, my goal has really been to reach out across the nation uh, on various radio stations and also to be able to promote Pierre's podcast on the um, on the online and SoundCloud, do a better job of doing that. But that takes finances, that takes resources to do that. And I'm very limited in what I can do on my own financially. So I would ask you to prayerfully consider. And if it's something that you think you'd like to do, please visit my website, at Pierre's Podcast. You can get right on that website. It is tax deductible. And uh, if you'd like some more information so that you can be a blessing, uh, you can email me uh, right there on the website or you can also inbox me on Pierre's Podcast on my Facebook page where you can also like us and we can have a conversation about it. All right. Thanks, guys. Love you. God bless. Peace.